0: What do you call corn that joins the army? Colonel. Welcome back to the Annex, a podcast about. uh, uh, Yep. Yep. This week we've got uh, Ty, Toby, and John's back. Uh, Say hi, guys. Hey.
1: Uh What's up?
0: Ty's ties sickly, so uh, he sounds all gravelly. Toby Toby thinks he's a comedian and yelled just a few minutes ago, and uh,
1: so better than and, your dad jokes.
0: Hey, dad jokes are hilarious. You 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 can just get used to the dad jokes. <laughs>
1: I've been trying. They're <laughs> as a
0: dad. They're so. staying forever. <laughs>
2: Got to meet the server. Do what? What? he's about to walk away from the server (laughs) oh bummer
0: so what's new with you guys uh i didn't uh let's see here easter was last weekend this weekend that we just passed was nothing oh no it was the chris stapleton concert the
3: historic chris stapleton concert at kroger field
0: the one that was supposed to happen back in 2020 and didn't happen in 2020 and then got rescheduled for 2021 and didn't happen in 2021 uh, has now happened in twenty twenty two. So, uh, Ty, how was that? Because oh, you was awesome. to it.
3: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was really good. I I think my favorite part of it was Willie Nelson's performance because I am not I am not a huge Stapleton fan, but he did, he he put on a good show. But Willie was awesome. Even though I he like uh,
0: I like Chris Stapleton, but I think I like uh, like Tyler Childers and yeah. uh, the other dude. Oh, what's his name? Sturgill Sturgill Simpson. I think I like them more than Stapleton.
1: Yeah, Stapleton's just a little guy. more...
0: Uh, I don't know. He's He's got the uh, the old school in him, but for whatever reason, he still sounds a little poppy, too, you know?
3: Yeah, he, he's got a little bit of new country in him.
0: Yeah. I think he uh, writes a lot of new country. He just doesn't perform it. Like, he writes it and sells it or whatever, because that's that's what he used to do. That's what he did before he got... His own singing gig and stuff. Yeah. But uh yeah. So who all was there? Uh Sher- was it Cheryl Crow Cheryl Crow and
1: uh
3: Willie Nelson and Chris Stapleton and then some the opening act was a girl from Nashville named Madeline Edwards. She never heard of good. her. Yeah, I haven't either. She said it was her first tour ever. Oh, that's cool. Can
0: you guys hear that siren? Yes uh, I can.
3: I didn't really notice until you mentioned it.
1: Well cool. Yep. Well
0: just have a siren to- filter out or not whatever it's the show about sirens this week uh so you like the concert uh yeah. anything anything exciting happened did you see anybody uh um, anybody fall over drunk or
3: yeah actually there were a few exciting things well speaking of drunk there was a there had to have been oh man i don't know how much there was a massive amount of alcohol sold because like the dude next to me probably got he probably had ten beers himself. And then uh I don't know, like I think the beers were nine bucks for like your regular Degular stuff and then thirteen for uh I think Mick Ultra and Seltzers. So they they had to have made a whole lot of money from that. But then uh we saw one dude get arrested. It was an older fellow. I don't really know what he did. It was like at the very beginning too. I think it was, it was either de- at the, during Sheryl Crow or the opener because it was still very sunny out. And, uh, he was like, he was kind of, he was kind of fighting the cops a little bit. He was like flopping around on them and stuff. And then later on during Willie, we saw an older woman above us. I don't know if, she had had too much to drink or if she fell or what, but she like the, the deputies had to go up and like literally carry her down because she was like unresponsive. And then I think they did CPR. I think they did CPR on her at the, uh, like the ramp going up into the, like the thing you walk up to go into the actual stadium stadium. from, from the, uh, like the concourse. Jeez. Yeah.
0: I know, uh, I saw something or read something or heard something. I don't know. I, I acquired knowledge as to, uh, the, the, I guess they were going to keep track of how much beer and stuff was sold to general admission folks to see if they should, uh, open that up to football ticket holders. So people that come to watch the football games there, uh, see if it's a viable source of making money or if it's, uh. I don't know. I guess they probably used it to see how rowdy the crowd got. So maybe getting arrested was a bad thing.
3: It's
2: well, I mean th- go ahead. I was going to say it's a good source for making money, but it leads to incidents like people throwing golf balls and mustard bottles, so when that's yeah. just
0: the that's just the classy orange fans that do the, yeah, that's just the Tennessee stuff crowd. on the field.
2: But I mean
3: they'll have to they'll stop the alcohol sales at the third quarter or something like that and but, I mean, yeah. people are, people are going to be, people are drunk in either way.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got, you got tailgating. So people, people are drinking out there. They're coming in, they're sneaking it in, they're drinking out there. You know, I, I know people that just, uh, see here, I, I know people that used to get drunk before they went to a bar. So like, you know, people are, people are drinking. At the game, before the game, during the game, whatever. It's its happening. It's just, are they making money off of it or not, really?
3: I do feel like having the ability to buy alcohol within the stadium will decrease the odds that your average person will binge drink at the tailgate. Because they don't have to get like so drunk that they stay drunk the whole time.
1: True. Were people tailgating at the concert?
3: Yes. There was there was a lot of people tailgating actually. I mean it looked like a UK game. The traffic Ooh. was like a UK game too. It was bad.
0: Well, when you get 60,000 people there for yeah. a, for a concert, I mean that's that's bound to happen.
1: We, where uh, was uh, we, hmm?
0: Where was the stage? Like did they have it? Did they have the whole stadium filled? Was it like a round no, stage they had, did they have it?
3: The stage was in the end zone basically. So, they had uh Let's see. Let me think here. But they
0: probably had the end zone behind the stage blocked off, but then they had all. Yes. Were you able to get on the field?
3: <clears throat> yes. They had they had field seating. They had a pit up next to the stage and they had uh, they only, I think they had like one or two. I think they had maybe one of like the the, uh, the sideline sex on sections on each side not available. And then like the whole okay. end zone that makes but sense. then the whole the whole side all the way around to the other side was open. Dang.
0: So they had all the standing room down on the field or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I assume they had some chairs on the field.
3: They actually had several chairs. There was only a little bit of standing room up towards the front. Okay. Basically, the whole field was covered in chairs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'd say I don't re- I don't know how many tickets they sold, but I would
0: I, I bet it was a lot.
3: Say there was, it was I mean it was sold out. So, uh, what does it hold? Like sixty two thousand in there if it's full or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not sure uh, it, was, it was at least I'm not, I'm not a very good uh, judge Of how many people are in an area But it was at least 45,000 for sure
0: Really funny, speaking of the football stadium Davis finally uh, admitted he didn't Realize who uh, who was standing there with Chris Stapleton <laughs> when, Did he? He just, yeah, he oh. <laughs> just a few minutes ago It says, how can you tell That's I funny. don't watch football Not knowing the person in the picture was Coach Stoops And not Ty <laughs>
1: That's
0: hilarious Uh, yeah it was that was really funny uh let's see here moving on i guess because yeah so uh the video game bracket ended uh mario won. uh i'm not sure anybody disagrees with that out of the uh 64 different video game franchises that were available uh were you guys surprised at all by the outcome uh lopsidedness or non lopsidedness uh it was 27 to 15 for the final vote
3: i wasn't really surprised by it just because mario is probably a little bit more mainstream than zelda even though i voted for zelda
2: mario is the face of nintendo so it really makes sense that it reflects that in the voting even though i think zelda is the better game and i voted the same way
0: it's it's the face of nintendo but it's also like it just it transcends generations, right? You, you know, you right. got you got old guys play it, teenagers play it, you know, kids play it. I mean, I played uh, Mario Kart sixty four all the time, and even though I didn't even have a Nintendo sixty four, I mean, that was just the game that everybody picked up and played because you know you're just driving a little car around or whatever, you know. So, like, that one just makes sense because everybody knows it, So
1: Yeah, it's the character that. Even if you don't play video games, you recognize it. Like my mom has never touched a video game, but she knows who Mario is just because he's that
2: big. Yeah. My son's about the same way. If you were to put Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey next to each other, he's going to pick Super Mario Odyssey. Again, just because it's friendly character, familiar character, and he's just not into the combat mechanics that aren't in Mario. So it's a simple, easy-to-pick-up game.
0: I was a little bummed. Uh, a little bummed. Red Dead lost out. Uh, we talked a lot about Red Dead last week. Last week, two week weeks ago. More.
1: Yep,
0: two weeks ago. All the weeks just—they just meld together for me anymore. I don't know about you guys. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, so, video games are done. Uh, we moved on to the classic toy bracket, and we are two days into the second round now. A lot of one-sided matchups, for sure, in this uh, first couple of rounds. I think it it should heat up, you know, once it gets into the uh, Sweet 16 Elite Eight. Uh, But uh, have you guys seen anything that you're upset about yet? Anything that's uh, fallen out that you wish hadn't fallen out?
2: Well, um, the girls' toys are being horribly underrepresented in this bracket, so you know what our demographic (laughs) is. I mean, I know... Well, I, I'm just speaking up for Lemon and, and DB.
1: Yeah, but rubber Duck over Barbie all day.
0: We have two active females in the Discord that I know of. Um, and I think there was maybe two more that never really jumped in as, as deep as uh, a lot of the other active people have. Um, I think there was another one that was in the uh, Secret Santa over the, over the Christmas holiday um but I, I we just i don't know girls aren't usually into sports or Discord. and uh well, i was gonna say discord um <laughs> the the ones that are into discord aren't really into sports and uh yeah the ones that are into sports probably aren't really into discord so you know it's just uh it's a look at the draw i guess look at the draw demographic i don't know whatever I know we made a big deal of uh, OG lawn darts when we were making the bracket, but 33-6 uh, to 6 versus Lincoln Logs. That's a pretty lopsided, uh, pretty lopsided matchup, if you ask me.
2: I got a kick out of that prefer- per- per- for precisely that reason. Y'all pushed so hard for it, and then it just got...
0: Oh, down. yeah. Everybody in, the, everybody in the committee was like, oh, you got to add lawn darts. What did we kick out to get lawn darts in there? Because I, I remember there was something that we were like, yeah, hey, get rid of that. Was it a stick?
1: Yeah, is, no, stick, stick, lost stick made it. I, I stick, stick lost
0: to silly putty.
1: Silly putty's
0: in. Silly putty's in. Stick lost to to. Stick lost to silly putty in the first round, twenty six to fourteen. Yeah,
2: I guess a lot of people On our server lack imagination.
0: I mean, I played with a stick, but I, I mean, I, I'm constantly telling my kids to put the sticks down and quit hitting each other with sticks. So I, that's why I didn't choose stick. No. I chose stick because silly putty gets in the carpet.
2: There you That's go. Why I, chose, and you
0: know, I was like I was like, no, I ain't, I'm not going with silly putty, I'm going with stick because yeah. you know it's a sword, it's a it's a lance. Yeah, it's everything.
3: <laughs> yep. It's a gun. I mean,
2: right. It it's a building material. It's a, it's a slingshot. Yep. I mean it's everything. So my my money's on cardboard box. Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm gonna I, ride that one. I don't see cardboard box making it too much further. Uh, let's see
2: here. I think it'll and lose it, solid
0: wheels. Well, it, it, it had a really lopsided matchup to rocking horse, but rocking horse, uh, I think rocking horse only won out because it was up against dollhouse to start with, you know, dollhouses. I mean, a dollhouse, I, I don't know. I think you play with the accessories for a dollhouse more than you actually play with the dollhouse because the dollhouse is, just the structure that you play with the dolls in right
2: it it provides the structure for the child to ha- play out their imaginative scenarios and socialize you know between the two dolls or however many figures are within the house so it's communicative and social play if we had to really get technical as to what the dollhouse cultivates
0: yeah well dollhouse lost out to rocking horse and uh rocking horse lost out to cardboard box i don't know who voted for rocking horse but we did have it so the bot automatically adds one vote to each uh to each option just because it has to have a reaction so everybody else can react to it or whatever most of the time when i say it's 31 to 1 or whatever like 38 to 1 on hot wheels versus mr potato head nobody actually voted for mr potato head there that one vote was the bot and one of the 38 was the bot. So when I say it was 36 to two, it was really 35 to one, if that makes sense. So somebody voted for rocking horse and I don't know who it was, <laughs> but somebody voted for rocking horse.
2: I want someone to make the case. Why vote for rocking horse? It's I mean, really stationary and it just goes back and forth. That's um, it.
0: <laughs> I know my daughter. She is one right now. She'll be two uh, in October. Um, She really enjoys the rocking horses that we have. We have a plastic one that kind of converts over to a wheeled ride around vehicle thing or whatever. And we've got a more traditional one with fur on it that just rocks. And she climbs up on both of them and she'll sit there and rock for like 10 minutes and then go on and do something else because she's a baby. But she likes the rocking horses. She would have voted for rocking horse had she been able to vote. But I, I don't know, man. Cardboard box is just. That, that that's a strong contender. I mean,
1: I had a whole SpongeBob episode about it.
0: You get mm-hmm. a cardboard box out and like, heck, you can just get an Amazon box. You can get an Amazon box and that's what the kid plays with before they play with the toy that came in the Amazon box. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't even have to be one that you can get into, but it's always more fun when you, you know, when you have one that you can get into, you know, a, a water heater or a, washing machine or a dryer or like a dishwasher or refrigerator, a refrigerator box you know if you got a refrigerator box i mean you just you are the hit of the town you know there for a for a couple of days until it's crushed or broken or cut up or whatever but like i don't know cardboard boxes they're just you open you know you get it out and everybody wants to get inside it you know i i remember having one when i was a kid i camped in it for a couple of times <laughs> i had leave it in the living room and I'd have a flashlight and I put blankets over it. So it got real dark in there and I just hung out in the cardboard box. It's just awesome.
2: I don't know what it is. Yeah. My son has a big, my cardboard box out in the playroom. Sometimes he just crawls in there, closes the flaps and just uses it as like a sensory deprivation area while he plays with insert screened object here. I mean, cardboard box is so versatile. Again, I think we'll go deep.
0: I think the uh the matchup that's that's uh I'm going to be bummed about right now is uh Rubik's Cube versus Frisbee. I know I played with Frisbee a lot, but I was never uh I never got good at it. Can't throw it like overhanded or however people do the frisbees, you know, instead of instead of you know, spinning it out your right hand or whatever and having your hand I guess face your palm facing the sky. You know, I however, I was never good at throwing the frisbee. It always curved off one way or the other. Um, I'm pretty good with a Rubik's Cube, and I actually taught uh, my oldest kid how to, actually my two oldest kids, how to solve them. They can both solve a Rubik's Cube now. I was cheated. Too- I, I just like fiddling with it. I, I think they're awesome to play with. Um, but I've got the speed cubes, so they, they move a little bit easier than, uh, than the Rubik's Cubes you can get at Walmart right now. But I think Rubik's Cubes are awesome.
2: It's probably a fidget toy before fidget toys became more mainstream. Just sit around, just move the, you know, the columns and the rows back and forth and hear that nice sound yep. that it makes. It's clicking if, whatever. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, uh, when I was younger, uh, my uncle always had, uh, he always had a bunch of turny puzzles or just puzzles. He always called them puzzles. Um, like, you know, get, uh, get all the plastic pieces into the box, into the, you know, the three by three box or whatever, make them all fit. And they only okay. fit one way, you know, um, or like just all kinds of stuff that were kind of, kind of like Rubik's cubes. And, uh, I got one when I was like 12 or something and I was never able to figure it out, but I did figure out how to take it apart and put it back together. I never peeled the stickers, um, because whenever I would go over to my uncle's house, he would say, don't peel the stickers. Don't mess with my stickers. So uh, I, I knew that you weren't supposed to peel the stickers or whatever, but I would, I would take it apart when I got it to a point where I couldn't fix it. But uh, a couple of years ago, Google, I think it was Google, uh, it must have been some anniversary of the Rubik's Cube because Google had an animation, not an animation, but like a, a browser game where you could actually solve the Rubik's Cube. And uh, somebody mentioned it or something um, on Reddit, and i was just like okay i'm going to figure out how to solve a rubiks cube and i followed a uh I followed a beginner's guide tutorial and i solved my first rubiks cube on a computer <laughs> and then i was like i was hooked after that i was like okay now i'm i'm going to figure this out i'm going to start memorizing these algorithms and uh it only took me like a week it only took me like a week to to get it down to where i was i was solving it in less than 5 minutes and now my average is Usually, I can finish one in under two minutes. Usually, it's around a minute and a half, um which isn't fast for you know speed cubers, but uh, it it impresses impresses some people.
2: I think one matchup that I'm going to be sad about in this current group is the Super Bowl versus the Easy Bake Oven. Now, I never owned one of the the Easy Bake Oven as a kid, but you kind of like the idea of you know little kids being able to. Take brownie mix, stick it in a little plastic thing, throw it in a plastic oven with a light bulb and making their own snacks.
0: Like I uh, we we have an easy bake oven right now. And uh we buy some stuff for it every once in a while. And my kid will be like, Can we play with the easy bake oven? My wife will be like, Yeah, you can get it out and do it. And he'll read the instructions and he'll always like the instructions for that brownie mix, you know, it, it's heated up by a light bulb. Right. Just like you said, it's heated up by a light bulb, so it can't be like a large quantity of anything. And so you pour the batter in, you know, a shot glass and it says add two to three drops of water or whatever. So he'll add four to five drops of water and then it Mm -hmm. turns into soup, you know. So it's like and then it's like, oh, I'm an idiot. I screwed up whatever. And and it's and it's, you know, it's a fight trying to get everything straightened out or whatever and get it you know, get it taken care of and the situation kind of resolved and then everything cooked up or whatever. And it's, I, I don't know, I can't vote for Easy Bake Oven because every time we get ours out, it's just like a, it's not a mess, but it's, it's like a meltdown waiting to happen. So I'll choose Super Bowl every day because Super Bowl, you go outside, and I don't know if you guys do this, but I always used to take it outside and just throw it at the ground as hard as I could and see where it would come down and try to catch it. I don't know well, how many of them the I lost. Ball? Yeah, super balls are just the rubber bouncy oh. balls.
2: Yeah, oh. hard, hard rubber small ball that's about the size of my fist. I didn't know that's what they were called.
0: Uh, yeah. Little, mine were always small. I never got the really big ones. You know, the ones that cost seventy-five cents at the Walmart, you know, uh, dispensers or whatever. I got the ones that cost a quarter. The ones that kind of fit inside of a uh, twenty-ounce uh, cap, a twenty-ounce soda cap. Or the ones that are just a little bit bigger than that, but not the ones that were, you know, that you can't quite get in a in your fist. Um, I always had the, I guess they're the medium size and the small size, not the larger size. But uh, yeah, I would play with those for hours. Throw them, throw them, see where they go, chase them down the street, whatever. Super Bowl is an easy choice for me.
2: That's a good argument for it. So I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you slide. <laughs> Legos and Nerf toys is going to be an awesome matchup. Oh, not looking forward to that at all. (laughs) If you. I still play with both of those.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just I just helped my kid put together a Lego Technics uh, Jeep Rubicon. And that thing has suspension. It's got springs in the back where the back wheels actually have springs and they retract and bend. Um, It's got like moving suspension in the front where they just kind of wobble back and forth it's got a steering wheel that works like when you're driving it around you can use your fingers and actually turn the wheels uh the hood opens the doors open it's that thing was the coolest thing and like I never really had technics technic is that how you say it Technique? technic yeah technic technic uh that's the the type of Legos that we just put together I always had the regular ones and I do remember I had a little car that had just little springy suspensions. Um, one of the, the little ones, like it was a race car with smooth tires or something like that, but it had suspension. I used to play with that thing all the time because I just thought it was so awesome. Uh, Nerf toys. Legos will probably beat out Nerf toys for me um, because now that I'm a dad, <laughs> uh, you know, we've got, we got pictures on the walls, you know, we got just stuff around that I'm constantly worrying if the kids get out and go all out with a Nerf war that something's going to break, you know? So I, the Legos will probably beat out Nerf toys for me. Now I don't know about you guys.
3: Still go Legos. Yeah. I'm going to have to go Legos. I mean, I literally have Legos like sitting on my desk right now in front of me.
2: I think I'll have to bite the bullet and still pick Legos because they had a bigger impact in my childhood than the Nerf wars that we used to have with my friends when I was young.
0: And Nerf, yeah. Nerf's fun for a little while uh, until you got to go pick up all the darts and, and go back to it. <laughs> well, um, Legos, you know, it's fun just to build them. And then if you get something that you can actually play with, it's fun to play with them too. And then, you know, when you get tired of that set, you can just take it all apart, throw it together with the other sets that you've taken apart and build something else completely different. And that's just, that's the, that's the awesomeness of Legos. And I think Legos will probably be in the final four.
2: So you would pick Legos over Super Soaker as well, then?
0: That one's a little different because I remember the original Super Soaker and those were awesome.
2: Oh, yeah. The, they, they the were... original
0: Super Soaker was awesome. I had a, um, I went to a camp once and uh, it was a Christian camp and we took an offering and uh, I had been given some money for offering, but uh, I was supposed to spread it out. And instead, I just gave it all at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they were like, "Dang, man, you just gave a, a lot of money." And they were like, "Here, you can have this Super Soaker," and it was a double-barreled Super Soaker. Nice. And uh, I played with that thing so much; it was awesome. I was so excited for that thing. <laughs> so, Super Soakers a, a a tough one for me, but uh, Legos would probably still go over Super Soaker, even though now you know Super Soaker as a dad is uh, is the hose, and you just you know you just spray that. So, I probably still play with. Uh, legos more often than super soaker especially being in kentucky i mean it gets warm in the summer but there's a lot more time for legos than there is uh playing outside in the water
2: i think yeah, i remember when super Surfer first came out as well and a couple of friends of mine got them out and it was like ha- having a um assault rifle versus a like bolt action gun and it was just made that big of a oh yeah the
0: the little bitty squirt 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 oh, oh, exactly. squirt oh refill exactly squirt 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 yeah those things are a pain in the butt yeah just a portable water cannon yeah. awesome good times good times
3: do you guys remember uh in like the early to mid 2000s when the super soaker that had like the alternate slime mode came out no I have like I barely have memories of this. You guys talking about Super Soaker made it, made it like come up from the bottom of my brain. It was like <clears throat> it was during the like the slime craze or whatever but they made one that shot slime and I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> the Oozinator.
1: My gosh. It's like an alien head.
3: Super
0: yeah, Soaker it looks like a freaking,
3: looks like a xenomorph.
1: Earth. Nickelodeon.
0: I do remember when uh, when slime was a big thing. I they, I feel like if you watch Nickelodeon right now, they still try to make slime a thing. Um, I remember when slime was becoming a thing in the in the late '90s, early 2000s, and they used to try to just get everybody slimed or whatever. And I always thought it was ridiculous. I was like, why would anybody sign up? You know, I was like, I wonder if people like know it's coming and they're okay with it. Or if they have to be okay with it because they're paid for it or yeah, paid for it or uh, or if they don't know what's coming and then do they have the opportunity to be like, wow, that's not cool, man. And like get compensated for for having it or I, I don't know. I, I just. I, I never understood the, the slime thing, never understood it.
1: Do you know what it's made of? No. Vanilla pudding, applesauce, green food coloring and oatmeal.
0: That makes me like it even less. (laughs) Makes me like it even less.
2: I think the Haida Super Soaker for me, my brother for his birthday one year, got a Super Soaker cannon which had like a double tank that strapped up onto his back, and the gun was practically a flamethrower nozzle except firing out water at high pressure. And I course,
0: knew somebody that had one of the backpack super soakers and I filled it up once and tried to carry it around and I was like, I don't know how anybody thought this was a good idea for small kids because that thing weighed like fifty pounds.
2: I didn't care about the weight, I just cared about the fact that he had a whole bunch of water in there and I'm still stuck with a n- original super soaker.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's at that point when you just stick stick next to the hose. And when they come to refill it, you just spray them with the hose instead. There you go. <laughs> uh, there are, let's see here. Are there any um, are there any matchups or any things in here that you think shouldn't be in here? Um, I'll go first. I think Green Army Men are um, overrated, and they should have gone out against no. the Light Bright. What do you do with them? You play you with them you, yeah. you, Are you get, serious? You get a bag of fifty of them, That's right? The and then
1: heard.
0: you you set them up, you set them up, and then you just look at them. Do you just throw them at each war. other?
1: Did you yeah. not have any imagination? I guess you I just just said I you
0: said
2: never,
0: guess I never had anybody to yeah, be on the other side. It's even better when you play
2: with them
3: outside. Like you can dig trenches for them
2: exactly
0: you see it in like toy story right where he straps it up to to firecrackers or whatever but Mm then like the the plastic they're made out of now it it doesn't even explode if you strap a firecracker to it it's just going to be like okay now i've got a black mark on me but you get a whole bucket of them and that's the thing so now just like with nerf darts they're just all over the house everywhere
1: very different point of view of this bracket than i do (laughs) which is to be expected.
0: I, I think I think the green army men I, green army men should have lost out to Lightbright. They they should lose out to Slinky next. No.
3: Slinky? Kids don't play with slinkies nowadays.
1: No.
0: Have Can you ever seen somebody that like knows how to play with a slinky? Play with a slinky? No, no because, because I'm not, not 40
3: playing. years old.
2: Well, there's <laughs> so, there's like <laughs> Ow.
0: Like, (laughs) you can make it do anything. Now, yo-yo's a different story. uh, Yo-yos are cool. But, like, slinkies, if you know what you're doing with a Slinky, you can make it do some really cool things. let me see if I can find a video. Didn't even mean to break
1: them.
2: It just broke. You you ought to post some yo-yo videos or Slinky videos on the Twitter.
0: Best Hmm. Slinky freestyling. There we go. This dude knows what's up. Uh, I'll post this to Twitter so everybody can be like, oh, okay, that's what's going on. Find out how to how to post to Twitter. You guys are listening to behind the scenes podcast.
1: <laughs> you know, for some of these, I didn't actually know that these were the names of the toys, so I had to look them up before I knew what they were.
0: What are you talking about?
1: Like Skip It.
0: You don't know what a Skip It you, was? Have you never I seen what the skip ones, it commercial I never
1: knew what it looked like or what it was called. I guess.
3: I have no skip idea what
0: a it, skip it is. Skip well, it. <laughs> it's, it's like a uh, do it yourself uh, jump rope, sort of, for one foot tie. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I know that. I just didn't know it was called a skip it. And a chatty yeah. Cathy, I, I still don't I know what a Teddy Ruxpin is. I assume that's a teddy bear. Uh, it was a, a
2: teddy type, bear yeah. that's had a tape player built into it. And the mouth would move in sync with whatever sound is coming out of that tape player. So it was built crazy. to like, tell you stories and things of that nature. But you could obviously put different tapes in there if you want a different experience. So Metallica tapes, anybody? <laughs> <Just> me. <laughs> Sounds View funny. Master,
1: I didn't know it was called a viewmaster, but I, I mean, I had one growing up. I just didn't know what it was called.
0: I uh, think I was one of three kids, and we all three had one, and they all wore out from how much we used them. I I used the crap out of those things. I loved a yeah. ViewMaster, and it was always cool uh, when when I figured out how to actually use it. And if you like look at light, the pictures got more vibrant in there. It was awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I loved my ViewMaster going up. They still make them. I'm sure. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> uh, let's
0: see here. Is there anything else you guys? Well, is there anything that you guys think shouldn't be in there that, uh, that is not uh, in line with my hot take of the Green Army men?
2: I'm honestly shocked, and I, and I say this having built the bracket, that Stretch Armstrong was as popular as it was to get into that bracket.
1: Well, he actually I, didn't win this first round. He just moved on anyways.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't, I, I was just <laughs> looking at that. It's my bad, guys. Hulu made it. Okay. Wow. Hula hoop was 20 to 18 on that. Stretch Armstrong
1: stretching over to the next round, which yeah, I also don't know what that is.
0: That's my bad. You don't know what what is?
1: Stretch Armstrong.
0: You don't know what a Stretch Armstrong is?
1: Never. It's like
0: this that. rubber toy. It's not really rubber, but it's some sort of something. And it had uh, it had some goo inside it. And when you stretched it, it would stay stretched out for a second. The goo was, I don't Slowly, know, it was kind of
2: like couldn't come back to its original shape. Yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, like you could pull stretches stretch. arms like uh
0: so so we're back again. Uh our our bot stopped recording again. Uh this is not the second week in a row, but it is the second time it's happened. Uh so uh I don't know. We'll try to figure out where we were. But uh let's see here. We were talking about Green Army Men, we were talking about
2: Stretch, stretch Armstrong.
0: Armstrong. Your hips don't lie, or your hips too lie? Yeah, my hips lie, and uh, hula hoop, uh, I I was never able to play hula hoop. I always uh, threw it away from me and caught it as it rolled back. Uh, Another hot take, I think G.I. Joes and uh, Transformers are overrated, and I don't think they should uh, have moved on like they should, or like they did. Uh, I was never big on playing with dolls myself, and uh, that's all I think of uh, when I see a G.I. Joe. And as far as the uh, Transformers, uh, they never fit together the way they were supposed to. They never transformed the way they were supposed to. And I just, I didn't like them.
2: My problem with Transformers is that they never transformed as fluidly as shown in like the cartoon or the movie based off the cartoon. So Uh, Not
0: even that, but like the commercial advertising is like, oh, look at how it works. Well, it's like... (laughs) You know, you gotta you gotta scrape it back together, and I, I don't know. I I never I never liked them because it was always just a pain in the butt, or they didn't do what you thought they were supposed to do. Like, it's supposed to look like a truck, and then it's supposed to look like a dude, and really all it does is look the same, just with its arms and legs spread apart instead of. Uh, I I don't know. I just <laughs> I was never a fan of Transformers.
2: Given uh, that you. Oh, go ahead.
1: I never got into them. I never played with them. I never watched
2: the show. I never watched the crappy movies. I didn't get into them at all. <laughs> now, given that you're not a fan of Green Army, man, it probably makes sense that you're not a fan of G.I. Joe because I feel that's the logical progression. Now you have <clears> something <throat> bigger, colored. It has the, you know, the vehicles and other play sets that you can move around your G.I. Joes in. So, yeah. I, I liked them gr- uh, growing up. I didn't get to play with many because again, just didn't have a lot of cash growing up. But um I feel anyone who starts on the Army Men G.I. Joe path is probably inevitably gonna end up playing Warhammer in some hobby store somewhere.
3: <laughs> uh. <My home>. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never been into Warhammer, but I am into tabletop war games, so maybe you have you're maybe you're onto something there.
2: Thank you, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Uh what what else is happening? Uh we're gonna continue on with the toy bracket. Uh, join the Discord if you want to get involved in that. Um Yeah.
1: You know what? Uh, I I just realized there's no dinosaur anything.
0: It's true. Because all the dinosaurs are dead.
1: Well, it's I was really long, into dinosaurs as a kid, and I knew a lot of kids my age were so I I don't know, maybe they're a long no time you dinosaur and I were born toys. into the
3: dinosaur era basically. Yeah. That's true. The mid 90s was obsessed
2: with dinosaurs. I same, I had some plastic dinosaurs growing up. I had a ton of Jurassic Park toys. One of my favorite movies or or memories was a vacation my grandparents took me uh, like to all the western states and we stopped at a uh, museum that was uh, showing, you know, fossils. That uh, was coming from a nearby dig, and they had a whole wall filled with, you know, fossils that they had found with all the various dinosaurs, and I ate that crap up. I wish I remembered which national park it was, and I'm sure someone's listening to this podcast screaming at me, send a tweet, I'll find it.
0: (laughs) Yes, send us a tweet, we're on Twitter, uh, NXPod, right? Is that what it is? I always forget
1: Yeah, that's it. At Annex Pod,
0: Annex Pod. on Twitter, yep. uh, send us send us some stuff. We'll talk about it. We we'll look at that. Uh, let's see here. Bronze, yep. John, you went to uh, you you had a trip. Where did you go?
2: Uh, yeah, so I took uh, y'all were talking about here weekend earlier. I, my weekend was spent going over to uh, St. Louis uh, My kids. went to visit the grandparents over there, and I got to take in a little bit of the uh, local culture. So we went to the zoo, which I I will freely admit is much better than the local Louisville Zoo. Um, St. Louis had a lot of like educational stuff all packed into one park area. So they had like the science museum with a Blue Angel jet parked out in the front of it. They had the zoo. I think they might have had a planetarium over there as well. Um, But inside was a very manicured park with about four or five different areas now unfortunately for us we happened to go on earth day so all of the oh. interior exhibits were um closed off i don't know if it was for private events or what the deal was so it was uh 83 degrees and bright sunny so the heat was you know beating down on us a little bit so it did sap the energy out of my uh sun but yeah you know, we we saw you know the big cats we saw the giraffes, things of that nature. um he didn't really perk up until oddly enough we saw the bears because unlike the cats who were just lazing around in the sun, the bears were moving around, splashing in their pools, you know actually doing something, so that caught his imagination and then they had a penguin exhibit, which was obviously a very nice and cool place for him to recharge, so you got to see some p- penguins swimming around and you know, just doing their penguin things. So he enjoyed that. Um Jen, uh, my wife, wanted to go see a historic uh, frozen custard uh, place uh, that was on uh, Route 66. Uh, let's see here. I think it was Tony Brews, I think it was. Let me see if I can remember. But essentially what they do is they... It, it's like Dairy Castle over in Louisville. They start with um a vanilla custard and then they start mixing in a lot of the um you know flavorings and things of that nature. So they can get very creative with their offerings. Like for instance, they had a um, Easter mixer that had um it was essentially trying to mimic a carrot cake or you know apple pie with graham cracker pieces, you know cinnamon bits of apple. Things of that nature, just way more creative than like what you'd get at a TQ. I mean, it was middle of the day on a weekday and the place was packed, so we took that in. Did you happen to look up what the uh place was called? Savage, I heard some keys going over there.
0: I did not. Um, I was uh, I was trying to figure out what was going on with Craig <laughs> and where he, where he stopped recording.
2: Um, I Uh, speaking of is it Ted Drew's Ted Drew's that's it yeah it it is good Uh, I highly recommend it if you ever find yourself out that way now the people in discord wanted me to try out you know baked ravioli which apparently is a big thing out in st. Louis uh, I did not do that this round, but I will be seeing the grandparents again in a couple months, so that is on my to-do list. Uh, what we did do, however, was we did try out some St. Louis style uh, barbecue. Mm. Yeah,
0: barbecue is always a good thing.
2: Indeed, I mean, if if you don't like barbecue, I would call for your main card, but that's just my opinion. So, <laughs> speaking of
0: barbecue, apparently the new Bucky's that opened in Richmond they has have good barbecue. barbecue. Their brisket's supposed to be awesome. Has anybody it, been to the Buckeys yet?
2: No. But it's on our to-do list. You, either the one that's out your all's way or I think Bowling Green is supposed to get one.
3: Smith's Grove. Yeah. It'll be getting one sometime. It's supposed to open this year, I think, but I haven't seen like a date or anything.
2: I know the
0: one in <laughs> Richmond has 120 gas pumps. Like I can't even imagine. I, I remember Ooh. when we when we came back from uh uh Pigeon Forge. this last time that we went uh not too long ago uh i remember driving by i was like holy crap that's a huge gas station but i thought it was like a truck stop i thought it was just a big truck stop but apparently it's it's specifically not a truck stop it is built towards uh just cars and trucks mm-hmm. and not not semis so uh yeah apparently 120 gas pumps it's 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 huge um, I'm going to have to try to make it down that way and, uh, and just check out what all the hubbub's about.
3: From what I understand, the move is to get the brisket and egg breakfast taco. That
0: sounds, that sounds delicious.
3: delicious. Wow. Yeah. And also the uh, pastrami sandwich with extra jalapenos.
0: I don't think I've ever had pastrami. Um, oh,
2: That sounds good. Oh, That does sound good.
0: I might have to check it out, though
1: john what is st louis barbecue like like what is their style
2: um it's similar to um kansas style barbecue so the things to watch out for is um st louis style barbecue is uh, uh, ketchup based and pretty sweet um they focus more on um burnt ends um rib tips um Pork ribs is there, but the way that they cut it is different compared to some of your um, other styles, like Texas-style barbecue that you'd probably find over at Bucky's. Um, bones are cut in such a way that you'll see a lot more cartilage and things of that nature within the the um, meat itself, just to kind of give it a more uniform look when it comes out. Another thing to watch out for in um, St. Louis-style barbecue is instead of going low and slow in a a smoker Uh, a lot of times it is grilled so quicker turnaround time to get your st louis style cue but you you, kind of lose some of that flavor um in the end i think when um my family and i were trying it um i was picking up way more of the sauce itself and i was noticing that lack of smoke that i'm typically used to from barbecue Now, one thing that they do have over there that I had never heard of until I started looking into it myself was uh, snoot. (laughs) So apparently what they do is they take uh, pig noses, pig cheeks, they dehydrate it and then grill it to the point that it's very crispy. Smother that thing with sauce and then serve it over a piece of bread just to absorb that barbecue sauce. So imagine, if you will, a cracklin' or pork rind that's super crispy along the lines of bacon. And you'll kind of get an idea of what I ate. Sounds really good, interesting. honestly. Interesting. It, it, it was interesting. It was a little crispier than I had imagined it because I'm kind of used to a little chewier bacon. And I'm not sure if it was the most filling thing I ate, but it, I mean, it tasted good. It's important. Um, now the place that I went to also had um, smoked like kielbasa sausage, which I think is more derivative from like your Kansas City Q. But I mean, if anything caught that smoked flavor, it was the sausage. So, yeah, it was a beast craft out to, around East St. Louis that we went to. So de- definitely worth your time to check out. I-, I approve of it.
3: I'm a big Carolina barbecue fan personally.
2: Now, do you go the um South Carolina uh mustard sauce uh, or do you prefer more of your Western Carolina um ketchup-based sauce?
3: I really like mustard-based sauces, and I like vinegar sauces as well. But I like I, I don't I, I haven't eaten a lot of like small-town barbecue places around Kentucky, but at least in Western Kentucky, it seems like most of the Barbecue places around here, was like the small town, the bomb and pop shops are all sort of like a uh, like a vinegar based sauce. So that's kind of what I grew up with. So I guess that's kind of what I uh, gravitate towards. But I do really enjoy mustard sauce as well.
2: My brother made a vinegar based sauce based off of a 4-H recipe a while back. So I, I really like those, too. And then, of course, you bring up Western Kentucky. So we got the good old Owensboro International mm. Barbecue Festival coming up on the 13th, I believe. Field trip? Uh, yes, I, I i will probably be, uh, be there. Weather permitting,
0: probably won't be there for that field trip. I'm uh, just saying,
3: you need to go in my Man, stead. I need, to,
0: I need to do a lot of things.
3: Just um, take the kids. I mean, like, what's the what's the problem? My son's been there. Now, son's uh, it's, a, it's not like an, it's an adults-only place.
2: Yeah, <laughs> kids are running around all over the place, and then you've got just tons of meat being cooked out in open air. So someone opened grills for that matter, too. So, I mean, it, it's my happy place.
1: It's a vegan's nightmare.
2: I mean, it, it sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> amazing, but I
0: just, I probably won't be able to make that one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Before we move a, on uh, from the
3: barbecue festival, those of you that do go need to stand in line at one, any, any one of the churches will do. But like the churches have their little cook off thing and they sell to the public. You need to get in line and get a gallon of any of any one of the church's Burgoo yes, it's sir. really good. I can't remember There's what only... I can't remember which one we normally get it from, but any they're all good. So
2: I think outside of the barbecue festival, I have to go to the shack in the back over in Louisville to get their uh, uh, burgoo. One of these days I'd like to make it. I don't know where to get the mutton from.
3: Yeah, my mom makes it sometimes and she just gets the mutton from either Moonlight or Old Hickory. Otherwise, I don't really know where you'd get it either. Unless you just found another barbecue place that also had mutton.
2: Now, is that one of the dishes that you could probably substitute in, like pulled pork if you needed to, to make a burgoo, or is that just so anti traditional?
3: Uh, Well, I guess you could, but it wouldn't taste the same because burgoo's got, or uh, mutton's got such a distinctive flavor, which usually burgoo is going to have, I think traditionally, actually, like back in the day before the barbecue places started making it, like when it was, Freaking pioneer days! They usually made it with mutton, chicken, and squirrel. It usually has three meats, but I think nowadays it's usually mutton and chicken, and sometimes also pork.
2: I've had squirrel before. Not a lot of meat on those things.
3: Yeah, uh, there's not much you going on right. them. They are good.
2: Yeah, I think most interesting thing I've ever eaten was probably cooey when I was in um, up in the Andes uh, on, a, on a trip. I was gonna yeah. say the snoot. <laughs> yeah, the, the snoot probably is up there. I, 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 uh, it's a, it's a close battle for one and two, but I mean, uh, Kui is a guinea pig for those not familiar with Spanish. Mm. So.
0: Yep, yeah, for the, herd, the uh, they they I don't know who they is, but they <laughs> take um, guinea pigs into uh, like s- countries and stuff that are that are starving that don't have much food. Uh, guinea pigs are. They're one of the fastest uh, mammals, or, or animals, rodents, whatever they are. They're they're one of the fastest things that can get up, and uh, mate, and be ready to eat uh, with with very small population or whatever. So when they when they're going to fix a country or make them have more food or whatever, they take guinea pigs in there uh, because of how fast they mature and they get to eating size and uh, making baby size again.
2: That is Fun point. fact.
0: <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know how fun it was, but
2: it's a fun fact,
0: I guess. So, do
2: you think we've lost all of our uh, vegan listeners at this point?
1: Oh
0: yeah, I, I don't know if we Probably. ever had any. <laughs> uh, it- let's see here. Being a sports podcast, do you guys have anything you want to talk about with sports? Or uh... nope. All right. Well, whatever. All right. Uh, let's see here. You can find us on, share us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcast and the the radio. I never yep, know which one. We're honest. on the radio. We're not on the radio. We're not on like <laughs> FM or you AM can Find us iHeart. Kind of but there's uh I don't there's think some, you can. I know we're not on iHeart. <laughs> we're not on iHeart. Uh the, yell at us on Twitter for our terrible takes and toys, or my terrible takes and toys, or uh sports in general. And uh we'll see you next week. Say bye, guys.
3: See ya. Bye, guys.
1: Goodbye. That's
3: better. So long.
1: Farewell. At fetus and goodbye.